Hi, everybody. This is Tim Thane, your host of the Not By Chance podcast. Thank you for joining me today. We are just a couple days away from the turning of the new year, and it's a time of uh, renewal, uh, refocusing on things that matter, and all of that. It's a great time of year. I love it. I was talking to a mother today. It was interesting. She said to me at the end of our conversation, and we were talking because she had a struggling teen and had really gone through a difficult time with him recently, and, and then you add that to the challenges of 2020. At the end of that, when I said, hey, Happy New Year, she uh, paused for a second. She goes, I am just celebrating the fact that 2020 is over. So her celebration was not about the future. It was about the ending of 2020. That got me thinking a little bit. And I thought, as I set the goals that I'm going to set for 2021, I actually think that because of what I experienced in 2020, and I think so many other people did too, namely trials, difficulties, it had a way of stripping away things that really didn't matter and helping me reprioritize the things in my life that really do matter. And so I think my goals are going to be better this year. They're going to be maybe goals that will lead to what I really want in life, not just a sculpted, you know, body or more fit than I've ever been or, you know, some kind of promotion or, or something else. I think it's going to, my goals this year might be really fashioned towards things that will bring true contentment, a meaning, purpose, and maybe even a feeling of gladness because of the many blessings I have that I may not have recognized before. So that's what I'm hoping for all of you as well, that, that this can be a, a, great, a great year that will be shaped a little bit better, a little bit more, and even better because of 2020. I want to share with you, you know, a couple things, for example, just a few thoughts as you think about setting goals for the year. And I'm thinking about meaningfulness or significance or, you know, purpose. Uh, some things matter in life. Other things really don't matter, even though we might try and make them matter or we keep, we keep uh, trying to fill a need with something that, that doesn't actually fill a need. A long time ago, back when I was at BYU, I had a professor that, that it was actually a financial class on, on how, to, how to counsel people financially. And he said this. I don't think this originated with him, but he, he said, you can never get enough of the things you don't need because the things you don't need can never satisfy you. What an awesome quote that is because we've all tried to fill deep needs with superficial things. And it doesn't matter how much of that thing you put in, it never fills the hole or the void or the need. And that's why it can never satisfy. And so um, what are the things that really, truly bring you contentment? Like when you do that thing or that, that uh, relationship is in such a manner that you really, truly kind of sit down and go, oh, yeah, that feels right. I'm content. 
I'm satisfied. I feel good, like my life is on track with where it needs to be. And, you know, when I, when I think about things like that, I will I'll get back to relationships. To me, connecting with people in authentic ways, being real, having meaningful relationships with others is definitely one of those things that brings true contentment to me. And I know it when I have it, right? I think you all can relate with that. Um, I want to share with you, my. it might be my all-time favorite movie. It really illustrates this, this idea of meaningfulness in a way. I think I was born 100 or maybe 150 years too late because there's something about the Old West or, you know, the living in a more... <clears throat> living in a much more simple way that really gets to me, and I love it. My favorite movie of all time, I believe, is Dances with Wolves. This movie was, was filmed back in 1990, so it's pretty old at this point. Kevin Costner was the, the main character in the movie. He played a guy named John Dunbar. He was a lieutenant in the Union Army, assigned to an outpost after the, during the Civil War, actually. Uh, way out, uh, and he meets a local Sioux Indian tribe that at first was pretty threatening, but over time he was adopted into the tribe and he developed a real strong relationship with many people, including a woman that was there called Stands with a Fist. But what you start to see happen is he's, he's independent out there, kind of on his own. He meets a wolf first, and so he, he develops this relationship with a wolf and, and uh, tames this wolf a little bit. And then this Sioux Indian tribe comes into his life, and you see this evolution from this self-reliance kind of perspective where he's taking care of himself, and that's an awesome thing to develop, by the way, for all of us and help our kids do that, both self-reliance spiritually, physically, uh, emotionally. So we're going for that. That should be part of our focus and brings real true contentment and meaningfulness. But then it go, there can go beyond that. Uh, you know, he was lonely. There was a lack of connection and love and service to other people that later, I think the reason I love it so much is it's this progression from himself being out there by himself, growing into a stronger, more competent person, ultimately to then leads to these interdependent relationships where he then loves these people. And at the end of the movie, I can't help but cry, and I think most people probably get emotional around this, he's developed such a strong relationship with this tribe of interdependence where they're helping each other through hard times that at the end of this, this person who at first was very fierce warrior that looked like they were going to be rivals when he got into the tribe, this fierce warrior is at the end mourning as John Dunbar gets on his horse with his with his wife now, and they leave the tribe in the middle of their winter encampment, and he's just yelling up the hill, basically saying he was going to miss him. He was yelling his name, 
I can't help but get choked up around that. Well, that's the progression of self-centered kind of life to one of interdependence with people that have your back and you have theirs. To me, that's the ultimate experience of a family. It's what we're trying to get to. And I know most of the time, most of us are not there, but that's where we're headed, where we have each other's back come whatever might happen. Well, I hope this has been helpful to you in some way, to maybe inspire in you how you might set your goals and what you're going to try to do this year. My goal also with this podcast, by the way, is to help bring light to to and truths to our discussion that will truly come to things that will fill real needs inside our families and inside our own lives. And that it might be timely as we're going through some challenging times in our country, uncertainty, lack of, uh, you know, a very clear picture of the future, knowing where that's going to go economically and every other way, health-wise, but that we can develop a sense of we built ourselves on solid ground and our family as well. Well, I hope this has made some sense to you. hope it's been inspiring in some ways, and I hope that you will share with me if there are thoughts and ideas around what we can talk about in the next six months as we kind of go through this together. I would love to hear from you in, in the comments or uh, email me or whatever it is you know, share with me what it is you're doing. And I do appreciate you spending some of your time with me today as we talk about things that matter. And I hope that the new year brings you great joy, contentment, satisfaction, and connection with the people that mean most to you in your life. Thanks again for being with me and have a great week and we'll talk again next week.